Brethren, having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let us use them. If prophecy in proportion to our faith, if service in our serving, he who teaches in his teaching, he who exhorts in his exhortation, he who contributes in liberality, he who gives aid with zeal, He who does acts of mercy with cheerfulness. Let love be genuine, hate what is evil, hold fast to what is good, love one another with brotherly affection, outdo one another in showing honor. Never flag in zeal, be aglow with the Spirit. Serve the Lord, rejoice in your hope, be patient in tribulation, be constant in prayer, contribute to the needs of the saints, practice hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. Peace be to you, the reader. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. Oh, 
proclaims the gospel. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today I wanted to speak about an important but often neglected aspect of our Christian life. We know as Christians of the three pillars of the Christian life, prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. And there's a part of that third one of almsgiving that I like to talk about. It's called philoxenia, or it's rendered in English as hospitality. Now, hospitality is an okay word, because we get the idea of being generous, of uh, being helpful to people. There's also sort of that aspect of duty, like, come on, be hospitable, or we need to show them some hospitality, like this thing that we're supposed to do. And in the Greek word philoxenia, it's not quite the same, because philoxenia is a compound word, and since it's a Greek word, I thought I'd bring a little visual aid. There you go. So, now you can all pronounce it. So, philoxenia is a compound word meaning love of strangers. There's that philo at the beginning, which is love. And then xenia is of strangers. Xenia are strangers. But when we say love, of course we know that there are different kinds of love in Greek. And so what is this kind of love? Well, this kind of love is the love that you have for a dear friend or for a family. In the Gospel of John, when St. Peter is asked by our Lord, Do you love me? He responds, Philose. It's the same Greek word. It's this deep devotional love. It's a love that has loyalty, fidelity. There's even a sacrificial aspect to it. And then so that word stranger as well, we could ask, what is a stranger? Well, a stranger, simply put, is anyone who's not family or dear friends. So that's most of the people in the room to most of you. These are our strangers, or anyone around us who's not the person that's already getting that love that we have for family and for dear friends. Those are our strangers. So you see, the Greek word is a little bit more full and gets more in the direction of what we're talking about. Uh, I know that Father Theodore used to use this saying, uh, an exercise analogy. He said, strengthen the the poor, reduce the periphery. Have any of you heard this before? So Father Theodore used to say this, and what he meant by this was that the core is where everyone should be. And anyone who's on the periphery should be brought into the core. So another way of saying what he was saying is... Philoxenia, to show this love towards everyone around us, not just the people that are in our core, those who are our dear friends or our family. And in doing so, we're giving that close bond of love to the people who otherwise wouldn't be feeling it from us. In St. Paul's epistle today to the Romans, we see the hallmarks of philoxenia, the characteristic qualities of our giving. I'll read just little excerpts from it. He says, He who contributes in liberality, he who gives aid with zeal, he who does acts of mercy with cheerfulness, love one another with brotherly love, never flag in zeal, be aglow with the Spirit, serve the Lord, and later on practice philoxenia. 
The qualities that are existent in philoxenia are joy and zeal. This is where we really get away from the idea of hospitality. Because there's a joy, there's a zeal to doing it. It's an outpouring of our love, a gushing forth from our own hearts. And we can look to the Bible for more examples of this. Like when the the servant of Abraham went to Rebekah. And Rebekah welcomed him into their household, gave them a meal, showed great philoxenia. And likewise, when Moses went into the land of Midian and he met some women by the well and their father, Jethro, said, well, why didn't you invite him to the house? Bring him in. And he went and stayed with them. But of course, the most famous biblical example, also from Genesis, is the hospitality of Abraham. The icon that we often call the icon of the Holy Trinity, where it has the three angels and then Abraham and Sarah behind them, and they're seated around a table. This is called a symbolic of the Trinity, but it's also called Philoxenia to Avram, the hospitality of Abraham. In the book of Genesis, chapter 18, it says that Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, three men stood before him. And when he saw them, he ran from the tent door to meet them. And he bowed himself to the ground and said, Do not pass by your servant. Let water be brought, and let them wash your feet while you cool yourselves under the tree. And I will bring bread for you to eat. After that you may pass by, inasmuch as you have come to your servant. They said, Do as you have said. So Abraham hurried into the tent to Sarah and said, Quickly, make three measures of fine meal, knead it, and make cakes. Then Abraham ran to the herd, took a young calf, tender and good, gave it to his servant, and he hastened to prepare it. He also took butter and milk and the calf that he prepared and set them before them. And he stood by them under the tree, and they ate. You see in that example his zeal and his joy. He wanted to give them everything that he had, the best that he had. This exists today because in in monastic communities we see the same thing, the same philoxenia. The room that uh, guests are greeted in where they receive that philoxenia, it's called the archondariti. And that's another Greek word. Archon means nobility. So it's the room where the nobility are. All of us are treated as nobility when we go to a monastery because all of us are seen with that great joy and zeal. And even in stories of some of the monastic saints, we hear about how they served meat on a Friday to their guests. If we looked at that in a legal sense, we would say, well, come on now, they're breaking the fasting rules. How could they do that? How could they be holy people? What are they actually doing? They're saying, you're here, it's a great feast day because you're here. And because you're here, I'm making it a great feast day. I'm serving you this meat, even though they might only eat bread and water otherwise. But that's the joy, that zeal that they have. Philoxenia is the first step as well towards loving our enemies. Love your enemies, we're told. It's a very hard thing to do. Well, at least what we could do is love strangers. Start with that, and then maybe we'll be able to love our enemies. But the first step is to extend our love past those who are just our dear friends and our family. And as we exercise that muscle, then we'll have more love towards more people. But ultimately, the practice of philoxenia is being like Christ. Because He poured forth His love and compassion upon all of us. 
He gave us love and He healed so many like in the Gospel that we heard today. Always giving more of Himself because philoxenia is a characteristic of God. In the parable of the wedding banquet, we see what heaven is really like. What is it like? A big wedding banquet. Richly laden tables. And who's invited to the wedding? In one version of the parable, he says to go out into the the byways and the highways and the hedges. Compel them to come in. The, The love and the joy is so great that they're forcing it on the other person. Please come. Like we heard from Abraham, he kind of forced them. Stay here, I want to give this to you. Furthermore, Christ himself came as a stranger into the world. So when we practice philoxenia to those around us, we're also serving Christ. And this is very clear when we hear the story or the description of the last judgment. What is the metric by which we are judged? I was hungry and you fed me. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I was naked and you clothed me. I was in prison and sick and you visited me. This is what we are judged by at the end of time. So what does the practice of philoxenia look like? At the basic level, it means the love that we reserve for our family and for our dear friends, we're letting it out. We're sharing it to those around us. And in the parish, it can mean two different things. One is that during Sunday fellowship, go up to the people that we don't know. And of course, those of you who have been here in the parish a long time, you probably know most everyone's name. But is that knowing someone? Is that showing compassion and kindness towards them? Genuine concern about their lives? Not really. So go out, reach out to those around you and get to actually know them so that they become your dear friends. This is ultimately the goal of philoxenia. And in closing, I'd like to offer a new approach to our hosting of Sunday fellowships. This is a change or what we call Sunday snack. Because I want to have philoxenia at the center of it. So until now, the parish has acted in a very logical and orderly way. We've said we have about 40 Sundays during the school year. Let's divide those up among families, and then everyone does their duty and hosts a fellowship. And this has been good. But I'd like to water our hearts a little bit with philoxenia. To grow the love and joy and zeal of serving others. So starting this fall, there will be no assignments. No assignments for Sunday fellowship, for hosting. Instead, you can offer. So Barbara will have a schedule. And each and every one of you, if you would like to, you can host one, you can host two, three, whatever you would like to do. And let it be a pouring forth from your own heart. So pick a day that's important to your family. Maybe an anniversary or a name day or whatever it may be. Or no reason at all. To say, I want to show this love toward the people around me. And whatever you bring for food, may it be blessed. The church will still help support financially. But be open with what you would like to offer to people. Offer something that is from your own heart. And I pray and hope that through this voluntary service, we may begin to practice a little bit more philoxenia. This hasn't been lacking in the parish by any means, but it's something more that we can do. It's something where we can show our love and joy to the people around us. My brothers and sisters, don't reserve your love for your family and friends. And I speak this mostly to myself. 
We can't reserve our love for our family and our friends. There's plenty of love to go around if we actually look at it. But it's easier to share it with the people that we know. So may we all be challenged by this Greek word here, philoxenia, to show love towards strangers and to realize everyone around us is a stranger and everyone around us deserves that love, that joy, and that zeal. Amen.